Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so pumped you are here. You're not going to want to miss this week's episode. It's with my friend Diamandia, international TEDx speaker, entrepreneur, real estate investor, former UFC VP, and all-around badass. She's got over 20 years of experience as a creative branding leader who's increased productivity and reduced operating costs for multinational corporations. She recently made her TEDx debut where she emphasizes how you can choose to transform generational shame and guilt into your greatest superpower and explains how you can achieve your goals while preventing burnout. She is incredible. She's transformed her trauma into greatness through her decision to take charge of her life and her destiny. I am so excited for you to listen to her today because she talks all about wealth, wealth mindset, money, investing, real estate, what she would do differently if she had to start over again. And you are going to find so much magic in today's episode. I've literally listened to it twice now and I am taking all the notes. The other cool thing is that Diamandia is also a guest expert in sex, money, magic, my four month mastermind for high level, powerful women who want to be lit the fuck up in the bedroom, who want to be turned on by their bank account and who want to trust themselves deeply. This is for the woman that's done the work and is ready for expansion. If you are ready for your queen's council to be around greatness and to expand in all areas of your life, check out the application link below or send me a DM on Instagram. This is application only, and it is for a very select group of women. We start so soon and I cannot wait for you to join us. In the meantime, take a screenshot, share this episode with the other women in your life that need to have this info because when women own their worth and they make a fuck ton of money, we increase the vibration of the planet. So let's fucking go. Enjoy today's episode. Diamandia, I am so excited that you are here. You are a freaking rock star. I I just know you're going to give so much wisdom, insight, truth bombs, mic drops today. Like no pressure, but you're fucking awesome. So welcome <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Um, so I want to dive right in to wealth mindset. What do you think are the biggest things that are getting in the way of women making money? Them realizing they're worthy of making money. Mm. Give us more. So I think the biggest thing that holds women back is the fact that they don't ask for money. They don't call in money and they don't think they're actually deserving of money. Like your self-identity, your self-worth defines how much money you're going to actually make. And there's one statistic that was brought to my attention that really bothered me um, from an HR person, a director of HR. 8% of the people that walked in his door to ask for a raise were women. Eight fucking percent. 8%. That says everything. That says everything. Like, why, why don't we think we're like deserving of it? Why are we afraid? I think a lot of women too, think they're going to lose their job. They're going to lose a client. If they ask for more money, they, or they're going to lose, like be okay with that loss. Be okay mm. with walking away from something that isn't 
serving you that isn't deserving of you that isn't paying you what you're worth yeah did you did you have personal experience with that like did you always make money or is that something you had to learn no i had to i i grew up poor and i like have created this and i've lost this and i've had to rebuild this so um yeah no i've had to hustle i've hustled i've had three jobs i've had you know i worked full time through college all of college um i've always been hustle 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 and so a lot of my work has been to figure out how to manifest things and have things co- like show up for me as opposed to like doing and being those two distinctions of like constantly having to chase and then attracting what i'm actually calling in and it's a very hard thing i think to understand as a as an aggressive female who is constantly making shit happen making shit happen making shit happen to like what feels like leaning out and letting things show up and when things don't show up fast enough for us you know we're not making income fast enough things are not converting fast enough it like rattles us and so there's that like give and take in that space but like i think really the biggest lesson for me has been taking full ownership of what I'm worth and not settling, letting, you know, saying no to things, saying th- like no to things I actually really want, you know, but there aren't, they don't want to, you know, do the work with me to, to pay me what I'm worth. And then also, mm. you know, passion projects too. I've taken projects where I haven't gotten paid because I wanted, you know, I wanted the, I saw value in it from a different perspective, but women do work for free, constantly doing work for free because they don't, they think they have to do more. They think they have to do everything else to make up for something. And I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck we're making shit up for. Like we should be paid the same as men, you know, if, and it's, it's out of control that we think that we don't, that we aren't worth it or that we like don't deserve it or that we have to work longer hours or that we have to go. It's just absolutely out of fucking control. Mm. So what do you say to the woman that's like, yes, I hear you and I'm in debt. I have these big dreams. I'm an entrepreneur. I've got a side hustle. Like what are the, what's the path? What do I need to do to, to get there? I think a lot of, a lot of this is about leverage. A lot of this is about the amount of income models that you have working for you. Okay. Not you working for it. Like you have to do the work and you have to set something up that like makes money for you without you having to put a lot of energy and effort into it. And yes, you have to like bust your ass building that thing so that it can bring in the money for you. But knowing eventually you're going to be able to lean out of that and that's going to be able to generate on its own and being able to create multiples of that type of model, the passive income model, that is where you make wealth. That is where you actually be able to create the freedom where you don't have to do the nine to five, where you don't have to do anything that you don't want to. The name of the game is how your money makes money for you. So how do we set ourselves up? So we have as much money from as many streams as possible making us money, whether that's like setting up an Amazon store, whether that's real estate, whether that's consulting, whether that's coaching, whether that's whatever it is, there's like 150 ways to skin this. You just need to set up the paths, the lanes for money to make you money. Money, like working for money, isn't how you're going to get wealthy. 
it's how you can get money to make you more money. But that isn't like the end game, like the epitome of freedom isn't coming at $100,000 a year. That's a benchmark. That's a benchmark to get you to be able to do the next thing. But like if you, if people are looking for ultimate freedom, which is what I think entrepreneurs are trying to do, or they're trying to find some creative outlet for their brain, or they're trying to be of service, or they're trying to, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why entrepreneurs, a lot of people like making things, building them, and then leaving them. A lot of people like that process of, of creating things, but like we're doing this so we can create, have enough freedom to be able to work on the projects that we actually want to work on, not the shit that we have to work on. And I think there's like a mindset, you know, there's a lot of mindset in that space, but there's the whole scarcity mindset. Like I have to make money. I have to transact. I have to do this. And it gets people very desperate. And it, you put a lot of energy and effort into things that you don't have to, because you think you need the money. And you don't, you know, it's about, you know, are you willing to step back from something? Are you willing to like not buy a car? Are you willing to like not buy boots? Are you willing to like not go out to dinners to be able to step back, to be able to build the thing so that your money can make you money? You know, I think people like lose a lot of that because they see, you know, they see me, they see entrepreneurs, they see people with like driving cars or like going to expensive resorts or, you know, expensive blah, blah, blahs. But like, Yes, that's 35 years of grinding in passive income models that like one is working after 4,000 not. And so like they think it's going to be like super easy or that it's just going to like, it'll just happen. But like you have to keep trying the model. You have to keep trying the model. Like I've started five Amazon stores that haven't worked. I've, you know, I've been in part of multiple real estate transactions. My first single family flip, like turned into a multifamily that I've owned for 10 years. And my initial like intention with that, with that was to get rid of it in six months. And I still own it like 15 years later, like it's, you just keep going and you just keep trying to set up these models. You set up these models, you set up these models. So eventually you have enough freedom financially to not have to do the nine to five, to not have to answer to anybody else. I mean, that personally was what my goal was. Like, I don't want to work for anybody else anymore, ever again. Like I'll work with people, but I'm not working for them. Very big difference. And so like, I had to bet on me and that's a big, big, big thing. Like once I bet on me and it wasn't until my late thirties that I really went into the fact that I took full ownership of everything that I was creating and I was going to do this, this, and this, and like, I was going to succeed. And it took a year. It took another year after that. Like it took super success. And then I had to dissolve that company. It didn't work. That partnership didn't work. And like the lessons in there, like there's so much learning to do when you're in this space, especially with money and, and you have to have emotional agility with it and you have to do the work on yourself because it's going to reflect on you and it's going to reflect on how you show up. It's going to, it's going to reflect on how you show up for yourself because how you show up for yourself is what you're projecting and what you're calling in. And like, you're going to like, shit's going to hit the fan. Like the only thing that I can guarantee is that it's going to get fucked up somewhere. Right. Like 
I can only guarantee that something's not going to go right. Right. So like, how do we pivot in those spaces? How do we learn in those spaces? How do we not beat ourselves up in those spaces? How do we like get back to ourselves as fast as humanly possible without that taking us out? And like, that's the real magic of like wealth. How do I get back up after getting knocked down? How do I like be able to come back to myself? And like, what did I learn from this? Like, how do I actually make money off of this thing that just failed? Like, how do I turn this into an opportunity? Like the biggest tragedy in my entire life has put me in a place where I'm coaching other people and I'm speaking on stages. The thing that like crushed me financially that like I lost millions of dollars, how it was like broke is now the thing that's making me the most money. Like that thing, I don't know if I ever would have gotten here if that didn't happen. Like I was still working for other people. I was still an employee. Like I was still in like, I'm an executive, but like I was still working for somebody else. I was still making people millions of dollars, not myself millions of dollars. So like being leveled, I like now look at that as like the greatest gift. The greatest gift, like and doing like, you know, doing mentorship now, like where, what I do when I, how I work with people is mindset, 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 everything, everyone that comes to me for business strategy, that comes to me for real estate, that comes to me to like work in their VC world mindset. We are getting into like what their company is doing is a reflection of where they're at, what they're afraid of, how they're showing up. Like you want to be a real estate investor? Like, let me tell you, you're going to have to figure out how to like pick yourself back up a lot, a lot. It's all math. So like everything I work in, like every company is a mathematical equation. It's a spreadsheet. When it comes down to it, it's a profit and loss. It's a spreadsheet. I don't have any magic formulas. We all have the same magic formulas. The only thing that I have and you have, or that she has is our minds and how we like look at situations and how we creatively like adjust and how we emotionally pivot when we think, when we think things are a failure or things are not going our way. Do you think it's possible for everyone to be an entrepreneur? Like, do you think people are born with it or not? Or do you think it's something that can be learned? I think that it can be learned, but I think there are people are just like, they're like, it's like in their blood. Like it's in my blood. It's always been in my blood. You know, I think that the like Gary V, it's in his blood. Like, you know, like I think people, there's those people that just know it. And I think there are those people that know it and they resisted in themselves for a very long time. And then they have to learn it. I think there's those people, but I think it's a fear mentality. And I and I think you're taking risk, you know, and you have to be comfortable with that risk. And you have to be emotionally stable enough to realize you're, you're betting on yourself and like, it's all in on you. Do you feel like people can have it all? Because I see your Instagram now and I've known you for like a year ish. And I'm like, Ooh, Diamandia is traveling and she's taking care of her body and she's doing the body treatments and she's like building the businesses and she's speaking on stages. Like you are doing all of it. Do you believe that it's possible to have it all? I think you can have it all if you want it all like, but 
what do you really want? You know, and there's nothing wrong with the answer that you give. Like some people want to like live at the beach and sell like necklaces on the beach. Like if that's what they want to do, like I contemplate that all the fucking time. I'm like, what am I doing? I could just go to like live on some island, you know, and disappear and not have to like do all this goddamn work all the time. But it's what do you want? You know, like my my real desire, my why is to create as much change as humanly possible in women, especially women. But like, and to share my story, to be able to help people realize what they're capable of and be an example of unapologetically showing up for yourself. And the reason that I share all this shit on Instagram is because I was so fucking bad at it. I was so bad at taking care of myself. I was so bad at like, I was petrified of speaking on stages. Like I would burn myself out. I, I like literally burned my adrenals out. Like I've had shingles 40 times. Like I talk about all of the stuff about care, about maintenance, about an anti-inflammatory lifestyle, about resilience, about therapy, because I have had to do the work there because I was so horrendously bad at it. And so like, it's about like sharing that journey. Like I thought I was superhuman. You know, I thought I could do everything. I thought I could fly around the world and like, and I can, but I have to take care of myself. And if I don't, I don't show up for the companies. I don't show up for my clients. I don't show up in relationships. I don't show up on stages because I don't have anything to give. It like starts with me. Mm. I love what you're saying here because I, there's two big things that I want to point out and that's the pain to purpose. Like you took everything that you went to and now that is what you're sharing. That is how you support people in addition to everything else that's in your zone of genius. So you are living and breathing and walking the talk, which I think is huge. And then the second piece that I really want to zone in on is taking care of yourself. I think that we, it's possible to get so into the vision of I'm creating this, whether it's, you know, building your family or building your business or whatever the thing is that we forget about self. And what I'm hearing you say is that that gets to be number one priority. And I know we hear it all the time. It's like, if you you don't fill your own cup, you have nothing to pour from blah, blah, blah. But like, it's imperative. No, no. Like I do not do anything without a meditation. Like I do not, even if I work out for 15 minutes, I work out for 15 minutes. Like it has to happen. It has to happen because I'm just not, I'm not able to do this. Like I'm not able. And like, I hear a lot of moms, like, of course, of course they have, you know, toddlers and babies getting up at all hours, but like, that is the most important thing for them because they're pouring into their children, you know, just the five o'clock meditation in the closet, the most important thing. Like that, like it has to happen. It has to happen. Why do you think we have so much resistance to it? Like, like meditation for me has been so challenging. I can journal every day, but why do you think meditation is so challenging for people? And I know it's like, it's only five minutes. I could do anything for fucking five minutes. What is that? Five years, five years. It took me like five, like meeting with the best like people in the world who are the best at their jobs and what do they all have in common meditation and i'm still like you know like i'm still resisting it i'm still resisting it and i think i think we're such doers 
Like, I think we get a lot of our value. I think we get a lot of our like self-worth. The fact that I've done all these things. I have this checklist. I am a superhuman. I am this because my checklist is showing you how important I am. That like, I put everybody before me. That's how important I am. Like, I'm such a doer. And when you sit still with your own thoughts for five minutes, you can't shut that off. And it's like, I like the excuse, like, I am so busy. I can't meditate. Like I, I can't like, it is sit your ass down for five. I've learned more about sitting my ass down, like whether it's 15 minutes, five minutes, like for a week, I get more done creatively, effectively in my brain, strategically in my brain. Like I come out of a meditation and I get like 45 minutes of work done. That's like five hours worth of work that I would have gotten done before. And I'm like, mm. I'm laser. I'm clear with myself. I don't question my judgments. I don't like question how I'm showing up. I know exactly how to execute. Like it is like laser focused, fucking get it done. Like, whereas before I'd be like, oh, I need to think about that for a hot minute. Or like, let me get, nope. I know exactly. I know exactly. Like, cause I'm so clear on my vision. I'm so clear about my intention, about how I'm showing up, what my goals are. Like, it's just, everything just flows through me so much faster. I have a question actually about your vision. Is this something that's new for you? Like when you were living your life and doing the things that you did in your twenties and your thirties, like did you always know that there was something more for you? And when did your vision become really clear? Cause I think a lot of people get stuck in, this is the life I've lived up until up until this point. And maybe they feel like there's something more for them, but they're like, yeah, but this is, this is always who I've been. Like, did that vision become clear later? And how did that, how did that come to you? I, I had a trauma and so I got leveled. And when I got leveled, I had to go do some work on myself. Well, I thought I had to go do work in the trauma, but when I went in to do work in the trauma, I really had to do work on myself and my, like my childhood, my everything, just the whole thing that I didn't want to deal with. I literally didn't want to look at any of it. Um, but I had always been chasing paper, always been chasing the dollar, always been chasing financial security. That was really important to me growing up because of how I grew up, but like, when the trauma happened, I started going in and doing the work. I like realized I had always known always from like when I can remember that there was more for me. I always knew that like there was a bigger thing that I was like doing a bigger thing, that there was more, but I didn't, I thought it was another college degree. I thought it was more money. I thought it was like that. And that was just my self-worth. My self-worth was wrapped into like, how many degrees I had and also how much money I would make. Cause that was the epitome of like what was success was from my perspective and how I grew up. But when the trauma happened, I like really looked at who the fuck I was and what I wanted and how I wanted to show up in this world. And that right there was like crystal clear on what, how I wanted to show up in this world and like what impact I really wanted to make. And I had the beauty of being completely ripped apart to be able to rebuild myself from nothing emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, like financially. But like that was a gift 
it sucked. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to me my entire life. But I was able to like really think about like who I was and how I was showing up. And it was a lot of like, like friction with me because I tried to do it the old way. I tried to do it how I've done everything. And that doesn't work. That didn't work. It wasn't working at all the whole time. It got me to this beautiful place in my life where I was successful. I was making money. I was driven, but like big picture shit. I was miserable. I was unhappy. I was constantly working and my body was failing me. And so when that happened, I had this like realization. And once it all clicked for me and I realized my worth and my value, and I had my skill set that I had been working on my whole life, it was like, ding, ding, let's go. And it's still, I mean, it's not like the work is ever ending. That work never ends. Like I still get triggered. I still have to check my self-worth. I still have to like, think about like, I'm actually worthy of what I'm doing. And when I sit back and like, think about what I've created the past, like just two years, even talking about it right now, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, holy shit. You know, like I'm, I'm worthy of this. Like I've called this in, like, and people have like shown up in my world without me searching for the coach, without me trying to like find the the mentor, without me running around chasing real estate deals. I've had them literally walk through the door and like the biggest deal I've ever done walked through the door. And so did the capital. I've had to put a lot of energy and effort into like raising it. But like the people that signed up, those weren't any of the people that I actually wanted and was, were chasing after to get to sign up. People that signed up were the people that just walked through the door. I had to go through the process of trying to put the energy into finding the people and realizing what I was doing, again, wasn't working. Mm. And, it, and then it all clicked. Yeah. So good. So for the woman that's like, I'm starting over, I have nothing. What would be, what would be the first steps that you would tell them? Where do they put their money? Which direction do they go? Like if you, if you could go back and do it all again, what would you do? Bet on yourself. Like that it's all starting here. It's all starting with you. So like what you are rebuilding, you're rebuilding you. You want to recreate your life. You want to build an empire. You want to start a new job. You want a new relationship with a guy. You want a new, 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 new. It starts right here. It starts with you. So that's where the work goes. Who are, who are the five closest people to you in your life? Like, are you talking to a therapist? I don't give a shit who you are. Every single person in this world needs to be talking to somebody like, because we don't have even, we don't have people in our lives that we tell a hundred percent of the truth to even our fucking parents. We're not going to talk about our deepest, darkest. Like it's just not real. We need somebody who has that position in our lives where we can just like literally go and like talk about this stuff with and like process it. Who, like, who else are those four other people? Who are your coaches? How are you showing up for yourself? How are you taking care of yourself? You can't build anything if you are like savage and like put together with like duct tape and twisty ties. So like bet on yourself and realize like how you show up, that's how things are going to show up. Mm, I love that. So 
if we think about this, this mindset, I feel like there's like the saver mindset and then there's the abundance mindset. What do you believe in that? Cause I feel like sometimes it gets a little tricky because I feel like there's sometimes where you do want to save your money because you've got bigger goals, but then there's that other camp. That's like, no, you think abundantly, like drive the car that you would be driving and show up as this version of you already before you have it. Where do you, where do you fit on that spectrum? I think that's like a really great question because it's, it's a dance in that space. You cannot be too far on either side of that pendulum. Um, there is security that you need to have. And then there is abundance that you get to call in and like, you have to be able to risk and bet on yourself and pay for things that like make you a better version of yourself and also have money that's saved. And like, it's a scary thing. Like it is a scary thing to like go a little bit further into the abundance side and not have oh so much money in the bank account in your safety side. But like you have to realize like what your investment is going to make you. And like coaching, I've spent I've spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on coaching. And like every time I pay a coach, I'm like sweating and trying to figure out the return on investment and trying to analyze how I'm going to, like, I'm literally trying to figure out what the best version of me is going to bring in that is infinite. And I'm trying to like do the math on that before I spend another hundred K. Whereas like, I literally like spend $200,000 to make five mil. Like, you know, and it, it's, that's just like one example. Like I had to, but, but the, the part of that story is that like, I had to spend, I had to be uncomfortable enough to bet on the, on myself. And that's all that money is. Money is an energetic exchange. So there is a relationship with money that I think it's really important for people to understand that it flows. It does not it's like stay stagnant. And once it stays stagnant, that's when you're not going to get anywhere. Money has to flow. It comes in, it comes out, like, especially in real estate, it's going to come in and come out. And like, you have to bet on yourself. You have to bet on yourself. And so like, it took me to like, spend that money to make myself that uncomfortable to realize it was time for me to like be all in on me. And Mm. once that energetic exchange happened, it was like the abundance gates opened up without me having to grind through it. Mm, mm, mm. You've talked a lot about real estate and I'm curious for someone that wants to get into real estate, but doesn't know how or where, what advice would you give them? Get a mentor. Get like, get somebody that knows what they're doing and like their job is to guide you. Their job is not to ensure that you're a millionaire. Okay. Their job is to guide you through whatever's holding you back from doing your first transaction. And that's fear. And like real estate is an equation. Okay. And it is a, a way for you to see value in things and like add 
equity. And like people are, you know, I've heard such amazing excuses in real estate. The first one is I don't have any money. You know what? You don't need any. You don't need any money at all. Other people have money. You can just go get theirs. Their money will actually just show up for you. It is insanely easy to do it. And like, I didn't believe any of the shit that I'm saying right now, but like, it really is like, it's in math equation. And so it's, and it's a math equation and most people are held back by fear. And so like, if you want to get into real estate, find somebody that knows what they're doing and like, get around them and start asking questions and start educating yourself and hire a coach and have them help you. Like personally, like I knew I was at a real estate position and I had hit like a benchmark and I was like, I want to get to, I want to add zeros. Okay. To what I'm doing. And I like, was like, who can get me there? Because I don't know how. So I thought, right. So I did some research. I, I found the Bibles. There's like real estate Bibles out there. And I found the authors of all of these Bibles. And then I started like researching who their coach was, who was the coach of all of these guys that wrote all these books, all of these guys that I just said that wrote all of these books, who, who were, where are they coming from? And I found one guy and I called him and I was like, Hey, I, you know, you don't know me, but I really want to work with you. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I know you don't know who I am. Um, this is who I am. This is what I've done. Uh, this is what I want to do, but I don't know how to get there. I really like, I've seen kind of who you've been working with. And he was like, yeah, like I'm your guy, but like, I have a wait list. It's like 50 people long. And I'm like, I just like have this feeling. And this was from the most humble space I've ever like come from. I was like, I just have this feeling that we're going to work together. And I was like, you know, I told him like what, where my life had like brought me and like what I really wanted, what my like passion was and what my vision was and how I wanted to use real estate to become a form of income for me so that I can get on stages and change people's lives and like create as much impact as possible. And so he's like, okay, like, let me think about it. I was like, all right, cool. So he researched me and he found a podcast that I had done um, a while back, like two years ago. And he called me and he was like, you're right. I am going to work with you and I'm going to put you ahead of these other 53 people or 52 people. And, um, this is how much I cost. And, and I almost threw up <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, I have to like, I have to, I have to go figure out how I'm going to make this money, you know? And so he, he, we just started working together. And then within six weeks, I had another mentor show up like within Within six weeks of handing over that money to my first coach, I had another mentor reach out to me and say, I want to mentor you in development. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, no, I like see what you're doing. Like I see, like I'm, I'm in, I like, I'm going to make you a multimillionaire. And I was like, who's going to say no to that? You know, like, no, thanks. Um, and he just he was like, well, this is how much it costs. <laughs> I was like, what? 
<laughs> I'm broke, you know, and um, I had to figure out a way to make another $150. And so um, I signed the contract with him. And within like a month later, I was under contract in Austin. Wow. 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 But I had to bet on myself. And it was like three months of like, holy shit, like holding on to the side of the roller coaster. Like, is this really fucking happening? Is this really fucking happening? Like how, why is this guy showing up? Like why, you know, how come he did this? Like, I still didn't get it about myself. Like I still was like, how come he wants to work? You know, I just knew humbly that like, I just had a feeling like intuitively that I knew that we were going to work together. And I meant that from this like real honest space. It wasn't like, oh my God, like, I'm so fucking cool. Like you have to work with me. No, no. It was like, no, like I know, like, I know that we're supposed to like work together and like something's here. And he was like, okay. Like, and he was all right. Like, I'm going to honor your statement and I have to go do my own research. Um, and then once that happened, like, I still was like, why, why did the other mentor show up to like, I still didn't get it all the way still still didn't get it all the way that like I was calling it in this was abundance this even though I was financially having to pay a lot of money the abundance doors had opened and like I had to make a decision and I and I could have said no to both of those things out of scarcity financial scarcity and had said like that's too much money. That guy's trying to hustle me or he's going to X, Y, and Z me or whatever it was. But like, that would have just been me self-sabotaging because of my own self-worth. That's exactly what that would have been. And so I had to like, be like, no, I got this. Like, I'll figure this out. Like, I'll figure out a way to like, I'll find the money. Like, mm. I'll, like, I will, I know, like, it was like the right thing. Like there's no coincidence that six weeks later, like another mentor showed up that I didn't even know that I met through a friend who like happened to, to happen to, to happen to. And then like, there's no, it, it was me. Yeah. It was me. And you were open to it. You were open to the opportunities and you were full body. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Even when it was scary. Yeah. And I think that is, that is a big thing that we have so many opportunities in front of us that we don't even realize because our eyes are closed to it or because our self-worth is not there yet, or because we're, you know, pushing it away subconsciously. And what I'm hearing you say is that you were open for it. You were attracting it. You were owning your worth and you, you stretched even when it was uncomfortable. And I had to sit in meditations every day with that fear, realizing what that fear was. And I had to talk with a therapist and I had to talk with a coach and I had to like really figure, I mean, I remember saying like, I don't know if it's worth it for me to pay this money. And my friend saying to my face, it sounds like you're just questioning your worth and me being like, oh, that mirror sucked. Like, oh, that's no, a good friend. Thank God for that friend, you yep. know? And like, but like, it's still like, I had to still sit in it. And I, and this is after like six years of doing work, like, like, you know, and plant medicine and all of the stuff that I was doing, like, and rainbow mountain and hikes and all of the shit, but like still, still questioning. So like, it's critical to have that container of people around you that are going to like call you forth and like have that therapist and have the other coach and have that friend that like you could have these honest conversations with, like I'm flipping out. Like I am like 
unraveling over here because I don't know, I'm about to spend my entire savings on this fucking coach. And I don't know what the return on investment is. Mm. The return on investment is like infinite millions of dollars. That's what the return on investment is. And it's how you show up in it. Like that coach can only tell me to do X, Y, and Z. I have to go do the things. And I have to also not fuck everything else up in the process because it's falling apart and I'm not getting it fast enough and it's not doing it fast enough for me. And like, I want to light it on fire because that's how I show up because I'm like a doer, I'm a motivator. I'm like, let's go. Like, why is this happening fast enough? How come this website's not done yet? Like now, 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 because that's how I built my career. Like with that energy and it got me really far, but like this time I had to be like, okay, like, how do I do, how do I get this movement? How do I make these things happen? But like, I can't show up like a piranha who Mm. can be my piranha. I had to outsource my piranha and like my business partner. Now that mentor actually turned into a business partner. He literally was like, I need you to come work on this company with us. Amazing. Amazing. Right. So like, that's a whole other level of like, are you kidding me? This is happening in my life. Um, but like, it's just this constant process of coming back to yourself and like doing the work with yourself. Mm. D, I know that we get to go, we got to wrap this up, but I feel like we could talk for another hour on this. I'm so glad you brought up being surrounded by powerful people because girl, you are one of the guest experts that's going to be speaking in sex, money, magic, my four month mastermind. And we are going to dive into all the things. Diamandia is going to do hot seat coaching. She's going to dive even more into all the things, wealth, mindset, real estate, becoming a multi six figure and seven figure earner. We are going to go deep. And so I just want to say one last thing here, Diamandia, do you have anything that you want to leave the listeners with anything that you didn't touch upon any last words of advice? I think I'm just going to repeat something that I already said, bet on yourself. That's it. Bet on you. Well, like it's all you have. It's all you're ever going to have. And like, if you want to live your life from regret, if you want to be laying on your deathbed and think about how you could have, or what you should have done, that's like not a way to fucking live. Go do the thing. Bet on you. It starts with you. Fucking amazing. Thanks Diamanda for being here. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.